This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But if you're looking for, I suppose, the optimistic side of it, there was a wonderful story came out in Fiorentina with their winning their game 1-0 against Torino with a goal from Luca Ranieri. And the reason that this felt so analogous to me is that Luca Ranieri is a product of the Fiorentina youth system who was more or less on his way out of the club. It seemed like he'd been there for five years, I think, as a youth player. And then he went on and was sent on loan for his first four full seasons as a senior player. Last season, they kept him around, didn't send him on loan specifically because of UEFA's homegrown player rule. They found themselves in a situation where they were going into the Europa Conference League. They had the option to have a 25 player list for the Conference League and Ranieri fit the bill and they didn't have other players who fit the bill. And here's another body and it's better to have the body than to not. Ranieri played I think it was, uh, I couldn't say he only played, he started six games in the Conference League, almost all of them in the knockout round. He went from being this peripheral figure to being someone who worked his way into the first team, started games at the end of last season for them, and now has become a starter in their Serie A team as well. He started games regularly for them this season. He scored four goals in all competitions, including this winner against Torino. He's sort of this, at 24 years old, this embodiment of, well, actually, what if instead of buying foreigners for everything, we look to our youth systems and maybe put some extra energy into these players, we might find some rewards. Um, but Fiorentina are also a, a great story in their own right, because they are fourth in the table right now. And frankly, I I don't know if I can give you good reasons how they're doing it beyond Vincenzo Italiano, because the squad was already, I would say, performing at its level in the last couple of seasons to finish seventh and eighth, to go to the Conference League final. It was pushing itself very hard. Did go to Coppa Italia final last season as well. Then you take out Sofian Amrabat in the summer. And this season, you, well, they said goodbye to Jovic. They said goodbye to um, Cabral as well, which perhaps those aren't big losses because the attack wasn't really working, but they go out and sign Lucas Beltran, bring in Nzola. Those two also not scoring goals for them. So they still haven't found a solution up front to the selling of Dusan Vlavic two years ago. And yet here they are fourth on the table defying gravity with their top scorer, Nico Gonzalez, injured and still winning three games without him. 
They are an extraordinary story. Not always extraordinary football. If anything, I would say the football has been less and less extraordinary in recent weeks for what Italiano would like. But results are results and they're getting them right now. I don't know if you guys have enjoyed watching that as much as I have, just seeing Italiano find ways to keep that team winning. I like the rise of, of Luca Ranieri. I think you make a very good point there, sort of the poster boy for what a player can achieve if a club is patient with them. And we know that Italian clubs are can often send players out on what seems like an interminable number of loans. I mean, I don't think Roberto Piccoli will ever play regularly for Atalanta, but I think he's on his about <laughs> different loan spell away from Atalanta. He actually missed a chance for them against them for Lecce the other day. But Luca Ranieri, if memory serves, was part of the, the 2019 Italy U20 squad. He's from the 99 generation, which is a really good generation. Scamacca, Fratesi, Bastoni, albeit he wasn't in that squad because he was already very established by then. Donnarumma's a 99, obviously he wasn't in that squad. But Carnesecchi, was, who's a 2000, played in, in that team. Luca Ranieri was in it. Luca Pellegrini as well. So much so that Luca Pellegrini was being played as a number eight. Um, his career hasn't really developed at all. But I, I like what I've seen from Luca Ranieri. And, and he's also shown how versatile he can be as well because he was initially a left wing back. We've seen him play as a, as a left centre-back as part of a three. We've seen him play as a, as a, as a left centre-back as part of a four. Um, and clearly he has an eye for goal, as you said. And I think what Fiorentina are doing this season is very different to what we've seen previously for them under, under Italiano, namely where they were a bit gung-ho and they would they would score goals but for every time they would you know I, I still the, for me the sort of the Fiorentina under Italiano game par excellence was when they lost 4-3 at the Frankie to Inter and Mkhitaryan scored in like the 95th minute and, you know it, they were 3-3 against Inter and they were still chasing a winner and they ended up getting caught it was about 4-4-1 four, four, four on the counter-attack and Mkhitaryan scored and I think they've become a lot cuter now I think their progress in Europe has helped them in terms of coming up against different types of opposition and you know it's it's Italian football. If you can defend well and keep clean sheets, I mean, this is true of any league, but, you know, we, we mentioned it off air before on the pod. I mean, Terracciano seems to now actually be producing consistently, which wasn't always the case. And they're not conceding goals. I think one in December, all told, I think, Mina, you said it was four clean sheets in five. And that's a huge platform upon which to build, especially as you said, Nico Gonzalez is your top scorer. He plays on right right wing as part of a 4-3-3 and you haven't really been able to replace Vlahovic. It didn't work out with um, with Artur Cabral, who's now gone on to, to Benfica. It didn't work out with Luka Jovic and, and it hasn't really worked out so far with, with Beltrano Enzola. So you have to find a way to win and if your strikers aren't scoring and your top scorer is injured, the best way to win is by not conceding and then trying to nick a goal, which is exactly what they did. You know, you've got a defender forward who scores, I think it was the 85th minute, wasn't it, when they got the winner? And that's a huge difference between one point and three. I'm very impressed with Fiorentina and actually trying to see how they can switch themselves, you know, move to a three-man back line if it means securing the result. But I think it's also like, I was really impressed so I started looking at their record and if we look at the last, you know, the, the the clean sheets, they've been against Torino, Monza, Verona, um, Salernitana. And the goal, in, the game in which they did concede, because it's four out of five, was Roma. So I do think that it's, it's the very terrible teams to go up against who probably also have the same problems mm-hmm. that you do. Um, so I don't know how much to read into that because, you know, when they have come up, you know, obviously they had a dreadful performance against Empoli who beat them 2-0, um, lost to Lazio 1-0. Um, 
lost it. What, did they lose to Bologna? No, they didn't. Um, they lost to Milan. So I think that there's, I don't know. I think there's still a lot that I would still need to see about Fiorentina at the moment in time. I'm not sure how how far that they are going to go. I think that they're good at beating the teams that they should beat. It's about the other teams that I'm interested to see where they get to. Um, because it is it is a problem that they don't have a forward. I think it's a huge problem for them. And I think they're finding solutions to at least keep the back door closed, which is something that's been a problem for them. But I, I would need to see how they develop because I'm not yet convinced that this is... I think there's always going to be progress against um, when it comes to Italiano teams because last year at this point, they had, I think, 23 points and now, well, now they're on 33. But um, I have to see. Yeah, I, I, I certainly don't personally think they're going to finish in the top four this season. Obviously, there's so much unknown. We're going into January transfer window. Also, haven't mentioned yet, we're about to have the Africa Cup of Nations. And uh, um, Fiorentina, like many teams, uh, are going to lose players to the Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, so, a slightly interesting situation there, actually, because um, I think it's uh, Nzola actually is saying he doesn't necessarily want to go to the Africa Cup of Nations and is trying to resist his call-up uh, to go and play for Angola, perhaps because he's trying to establish himself more successfully at Fiorentina and yet to be determined how that gets resolved because you're supposed to respond to international call-ups under the agreements the clubs have with FIFA. They don't want clubs interfering with that dynamic and that's where the will of the player will come into things. But I think just worth flagging up um, how well they're doing right now. I, I do share your concerns for the Mina. I think the squad is ultimately quite limited. And look, even Ranieri, I'm, I'm, I'm hugely enthusiastic about what he's doing. I've seen people saying, oh, he needs to get into the Italy team. And I was thinking, well, centre-back is not actually a position where I'm too worried about Italy just yet. I think he's still got plenty of football he needs to play and, and get into his legs. And the counterpoint of what um, Patrick was saying about him being a very versatile player, which he is, I'm not certain he's a well-rounded centre-back yet. I think he's got really interesting willingness to jump on on, on passes and to, to step out, but he hasn't got that physical strength. And how much is that going to affect him playing in, in different types of back lines? I don't know. I'm not trying to drag him down, having just built him up. I'm just saying that we can praise things without saying not everything is immediately at the level of perfection, um, which I think is is a fair way to reflect on Fiorentina at the moment. But whichever way you cut it, fourth in the table, is hugely impressive by Vincenzo Italiano with the resources he's got there. Head to seriachronicles.com forward slash Patreon now and subscribe to the Chronicles Tifosi Patreon membership with a free seven-day trial. Get early access to every full-length episode and voice note before the rest of the world. Plus, all episodes are 100% ad-free. And you get bonus Patreon-only exclusive episodes, video episodes, and behind-the-scenes extras. Also, be sure to join the new chat community in the Patreon app and chat with fellow subscribers. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.